0: And on the court. Money's gotta be the shoes. Shoes, shoes, shoes. shoes. You sure it's not the shoes? I'm sure, Ma. Money's
1: gotta be the shoes.
0: And here's your host, Jamel Cutler.
1: What up? Welcome to Kicks. It's time to get spooky. So we have our boy, dalen Spratt from the hit show. Fright Club on Discovery Plus. What's up, Dalen? How you doing, my brother?
0: Man, what's happening, man? I'm living, brother. That's all we can ask for these
1: days. You know, I always ava saying it's better to be alive than it is to be dead, so.
0: <laughs> right, way, so. exactly.
1: And I, And I guess in your line of work, either or kind of. Um, works. Hey, man,
0: listen, bro, as long as people keep dying, <laughs> I'm gonna keep having a job, man, so
1: listen,
0: <laughs> it's a gift and a curse.
1: Yep, you and the undertakers of the world. <laughs> right. <laughs> man, so I want to start, like, how did you become interested in the paranormal? Because, you know, people that look like us, you know, we hear noise in the house, so we by ourselves, you know, we're the first ones out in a, in a horror movie, so I just want to know yeah. how you became interested in, in that.
0: Uh, honestly that for that very reason man like you said people like us typically don't do stuff like that so that's always a good sign anytime people aren't doing something man look into it it might be uh something worth visiting or or revisiting and that's why i was with paranormal i woke up one night and one of the og ghost hunter shows was on television i'm mad i can't remember which show it was because since i know the guys now it'd be cool to just like thank them for indirectly inspiring those brothers but I just didn't see any black people doing it. And I was wondering why that was, you know what I mean? I grew up in the church. My mother's a pastor of a church. So I was like, you know, I know black folks are more spiritually inclined than a lot, a lot, than a lot, <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, black and brown folks, that their connection to spirituality just goes really, really, really deep. man. And, and um, I was wondering, I was curious, was that the reason why? And so, yeah, man, I had the idea and I, you know, convinced my friend, Jawan to try it with me. And, you know, six years later, man, we was blessed and fortunate enough to have a show.
1: How did you guys all um, come together as a group? Because I like you guys, chemistry kind of reminds me of um, De Souza and Mero meets the Ghostbusters.
0: Yeah, yeah, but didn't the boys just break up, man?
1: <laughs> yeah, man, it's a sad day for
0: Yeah, Yeah, uh, for the Bodega the Boys, man. RIP, but no, we was all friends before. That's what I tell people. Shows be different when you can tell when like casts are put together or forced to to be together. And that's like pledging, Mm -hmm. pledging a fraternity or sorority, man. I don't know if you're Greek or not, man, but like you get all these people they never met before. And then now you're forcing them to have these relationships. Y'all ain't gonna be friends for real. Like y'all just gonna be, you know what I'm saying? Some cats that went through something together. And that's how I be with these TV shows, bro. These people don't really be friends. They just be people that went through something together. But us on the other hand, shit, we was broke living on each other's couches, man, for years. Like I they they mama know my mama type relationship, man. Like I can go in their house, walk in their refrigerator, step on their couch, godfather to their kids type relationships. Like even if it wasn't for our show, we would still be doing the same shit, still hanging out the same way. So yeah, we've all been friends for like 20 plus years. Me and Jawan met in college, pledging the same fraternity, a forced relationship, <laughs> but just ended up working out. And Marcus was right around the AUC cutting hair, man, starting his entrepreneurial path. And yeah, we just all been friends since, then.
1: When you were younger, like before the show was even conceived, did you like mess with the Ouija board any? Because like me, when I was younger, like, when we had the board game, that was just doing too much. for me. I I, I couldn't mess with that.
0: Nah, I was always told to never play with the Ouija board, man. So I waited until I was an adult to uh, start busting that bad boy out. But I'd already heard stories, man. Like my grandmama had stories from the time she used it. She used to tell me how my grandfather would go out and this nigga was a rolling, oh, I can't say the N word, my bad guys. I forgot my, excuse me, this is a good Christian. Podcast. <laughs> nah, man. But uh she would say how my granddaddy bid. He was a rolling stone. So he would just come home whenever he wanted to come home. So she would uh literally be like asking, and these are this is her words, this is why I said the words. She asked the Ouija board, when is this Negro coming home? <laughs> and literally the Ouija board would come and say like 3:13 a.m. And my grandmama said in her exact words and his black ass would walking in that house at 3 13 a.m. <laughs> so I always knew that, you know, the Ouija boards and stuff was real, man, and like it was contacting somebody or something.
1: Yeah, that's crazy, man, because um I remember I brought a Ouija board home. Well, I went to my grandparents' house one day. I brought a Ouija board home. Well, I brought it to their house when I was little. Boy, and they was having a fit that I brought that in the house.
0: Man, bro, you brought you might as well have brought the devil in there.
1: <laughs> Man, I ain't know no better back then, but like, but like, but like later on, I actually like used it with with some people, and I'm like, you know what, I can't.
0: Yeah, yeah, hundred percent.
1: You know, so are you proud of the success of Fright Club? I like that you guys go to like place to place and you know tell stories, but from like the other side.
0: Yeah, man, Fright Club is dope, man. Like, I, this whole Ghost Brothers journey has just been super, super, super... Uh, I don't even know the word, man. Like, it, it, it exceeds my wildest dreams. So whatever that word is, like I've never in a million mm-hmm. years thought that Ghost Brothers would be as huge, as renowned, as recognized, as fun as it is, man. And like, I don't know. So I don't even want to put a cap on, it, bro. I'm just, every day is something new. And I'm just amazed, man. I'm just thankful to be on this journey. And I'm thankful for discovery and travel for like, you know, trusting in us to, uh, to, to walk this path and to express this journey through our perspective.
1: Is there any aspect of the show that kind of impacted you the most? Like, have you like made contact with ghosts or something, and like learned something about yourself that that you didn't know that you had?
0: Yeah, man. This this season of Lights Out that's airing in October, I believe, man. Uh, this season, the first time I actually really, really, really saw a ghost. Like, I've seen shadow figures. I've seen like things move, windows, doors shut, all of that. But I've never just seen like. <laughs> the materialization of a ghost. And I've always was curious how I was going to react when that happened. And I and and I had and I thought I knew how I would react. I thought I would be terrified. And it finally happened and it was nothing like I thought it would be. And I realized why it was nothing like I thought it would be. Because in my mind, the terror came from me doing something and the idea of a spirit or ghost appearing and seeing me. You know what I mean? Like me sleep waking up and something standing in the corner watching me. Or like, that's always been like my fear. But my experience was much different. I walked in a room, I glanced the room and for a brief second, I saw a ghost standing there. And what made my experience nothing like I ever imagined it to be was because I realized in my real experience, the ghost didn't notice me. I noticed the spirit. So it was almost like I walked in in this room on this spirit doing whatever it was doing and it disappeared. So it was just like, I wasn't afraid. I was more so like, oh my God, I just saw Bigfoot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I just saw the this monster, like, wow.
1: <laughs> was that the scariest so, yeah, situation that, that you been definitely- in?
0: It wasn't scary, that's what I'm saying. Like, I wasn't scared. I was in awe because like, that's like, to me, that's like confirmation. Like I've never seen, like I said, I've seen a shadow, which is still crazy. Like I've seen doors shut, which is wild, but like literally seeing a full ghost appear in clothes and, and disappearing, like it was just, it was mind blowing. It was mind blowing. Like I said, it's like seeing Bigfoot. (laughs) Like, would you be afraid if you saw Bigfoot run across the highway or would you be like, oh shit, that was Bigfoot.
1: (laughs) When you're investigating the past life of people and their accomplishments and um, their struggles, are you able to enjoy your life that more and be more grateful for the things that you have when you know about the struggles that they went through?
0: Yeah, it makes you Look at death a little bit differently, man, because you—it makes it makes death real. Because every story that we're investigating, somebody died. <laughs> you know what I mean? It just lets you know that you know one day your number gonna be called, and you know you just gotta be ready. So until then, just appreciate life, and to know that once your number is called, so you might get the opportunity to you know for some reason stay around, stick around, still communicate. I mean, I don't know how you get chosen. I don't know if it's like a lottery. You gotta win like the ghost lottery to be able to come back or not. <laughs> but there's definitely an opportunity somewhere.
1: I see that you guys kind of been somewhat everywhere. You guys been to plantations. Like, I don't think I could ever go to a um, plantation. But um, is there a place that you won't, like, visit because of something that happened?
0: Nah, man. Listen, man, I'm an explorer, bro. Like Lewis and Clark, man. Like mm-hmm. uh, Columbus. Uh, in, smell the ocean blue <laughs> all the modern day explorers man that that you know forge through the great unknown <laughs> that's like us man that's what we do that's what we do it for man to be mentioned in the history books so like yeah I would go anywhere to explore the paranormal in the afterlife I actually want to get on the road and go like to different countries and see
1: yeah. but, like
0: go to like the real like I don't want to go take me to like lack of better words like you know the the upper class i want to go to the hood of like brazil and talk Mm -hmm. to some old grandmama and hear her thoughts on ghosts you know what i'm saying like that's what i want to do like go all over the world talk to real people and hear their ideas and understandings of the afterlife and their experiences and their story
1: you know i think you guys going to a place like england I think that would be yep. pre- be pretty dope because you know just the way the streets are set up and like all the things you got the headless horseman and um and um I forgot the guy with one hand whatever his name was Captain Hook Yeah yeah Jack the Ripper so like I think a place like that would um would be pretty dope Yeah for sure You know would you like would you ever consider going to like a war torn country like the Ukraine like after everything is um all settled and um done over there i think like like Look, like saying, any of my country I'm might be pretty good
0: yeah 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 uh uh because nah, nah, i like to tend to mind my business you know what i'm saying <laughs> so i like to stay where i'm uh where i'm appreciated <laughs> and where i'm acknowledged hey you can't brittany grinder me he <laughs> ain't gonna get me over there get me stuck
1: <laughs> how about um Genoble, like where they had that chemical plant explosion like would you ever like do one of them or like one of those ghost towns? Yeah, yeah. Cause I think there's a lot yeah. of- Yeah, we actually did a land. ghost
0: town, man. Yeah, yeah. we did a ghost town in Arizona, man. I would definitely do something overseas. I would love to, man. There's a forest in Japan that's haunted. uh I think it's called the suicide forest, man. And uh, there's a lot of different places. Oh wow, the suicide yeah.
1: forest? Yeah,
0: yeah, a, it's a forest that people go to, to uh, sadly to end their life. It's just <laughs> one of those places like the Golden Gate Bridge, man, where people just, are notorious mm-hmm. for going. And yeah, they say it's haunted.
1: How about, like, a jail? Like, um, I don't know if you ever been to New York, but, like, Rikers Island is, like, the worst place on Earth. From what Yeah, I yeah. Would
0: you ever... Yeah, man, I would definitely... We've been to a few jails, man, and prisons, man, and old asylums, and lunar... Luna, uh, mm-hmm. Insane asylums, and sanatoriums. Uh, a lot of big words. We've been to a lot of big SAT words, man a lot of big SAT word places. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah bro, they're like. all
1: different. They... Yeah, that's where all the big time- No, I'm just saying they're all good. All...
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Cause you just have a lot of energy, a lot of turmoil, uh, a lot of residual commotion going on there, man. Anytime there's just a lot of things happening, mm-hmm. death, sorrow, no, know, it just stirs up energy, it keeps energy, It makes it residual.
1: Facts, man. Like, um, like I went to the Lincoln Memorial, not the Lincoln Memorial, um, where Lincoln, where he passed away at his deathbed in Washington. I went there on a tour and, um, like, it was, it just felt weird in there to me. I don't know. I, it's hard to yeah. explain.
0: No, I believe it. I believe it.
1: Like, if possible, you think you guys would do something in um in space? Cause I think there's something out there, or something that was out there before we was ever thought of.
0: Yeah, I mean that 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 would be a whole different show. That would be aliens. I would definitely yeah. explore. I would love to explore aliens, man. There's a a young lady that we talked to on Fright Club named um, Yasmin. And she's like an uh, uh, UFO and alien expert. So I would love to link up with Yasmin, man, and like do some some UFO calling.
1: Yeah, man, because I think there's something out there. And honestly, I hope a UFO take me so I don't got to pay back my student loans or you know, something like that.
0: That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> there's that there's other options other than getting abducted, <laughs> but hey, whatever floats your boat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, hey, cause on earth, we got too much going on. COVID, monkeypox, It's, it's just too much going hey, on. I understand. Over here. <laughs> you know, um, I was talking to the other guys about this. Um, like, I think you guys like going to like Vegas or LA and kind of linking up with the spirits of, you know, Tupac and Biggie. Like, I think that would be a dope situation for you guys to kind of explore. Cause you guys have yeah. like a whole new audience to open yourself. Up to.
0: Yeah, but you know how black folks be, man. they have to think we over here trying to be funny. Now we got beef with the whole East Coast, West Coast. Now it's this whole situation. I gotta drop a rap album. It's just, it's just it's it, it gets sticky. It gets sticky mm-hmm. when you do all that.
1: Like if you can ask those two dudes anything or like conjure up their spirits, like like what was some things like you would ask them or kind of talk about?
0: I would ask Tupac. Knowing where we are in 2022, you are now this infamous legend. If you could go back in time, would you still die the way you died at the age you died for the accolades that you received? Or would you rather still be here today, not knowing where your future may be at like 50, the 50-year-old 50 Tupac Shakur? Might be a crackhead, man. It's wow, some easy. real serious drugs right yeah. now, Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> like, who knows? You might not be that legend in 2022. So, like, would you rather be 25 and go out on top? Or be 55 and you still trying to catch a hot single?
1: You know, um, like, if I could contact anybody from the dead, like, I think I would, like, trying to or sort of kind of get Kobe. Okay. And i you know, just ask them something you know, or or see if I can inherit the mamba mentality.
0: <laughs> um, that's it. I feel you, man.
1: I feel you. <laughs> you know, like, um, I was talking to the other guys about this, too. Like, I want you guys to come to to New York and do an episode in the um, subway system. Because, you know, there's a lot of spirits in the subway and in the East River here.
0: And, and, there's, and there's also a lot of pee. <laughs> a lot of pee in the new york subway
1: <laughs> piss pee and spirits rats,
0: whatever <laughs> rats all of it
1: you know the rats got me more shook than the ghosts
0: as they should man them rats <laughs> are the size of uh little puppies <laughs> for sure
1: yeah yeah man we we different out here and i could see a ghost in new york saying like you mad wild trying to contact us
0: oh wait and i feel like the ghost in new york definitely were timberlands
1: yeah, probably. Timberland, they, white tea
0: They definitely wear Timberland and they say hey, you're... <laughs> for sure.
1: Or if you're in LA, I can see one of them saying, like, what set you claiming, homie? You step in the wrong <laughs> Right. <name there."> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, would you ever buy like a haunted house if it was up for sale, knowing what the housing market? is like now because like, if the price is right, I don't care who, what ghost is in there, I'm buying and I'm staying in there.
0: Uh, Yeah, man, I actually was doing some research the other day, man, and it was saying that like uh hundred houses are going for like three or 4% less on the market than most houses. And mm-hmm. a lot of millennials are looking to buy these homes and capitalize on these prices in today's market. So I would for sure get a hundred house uh, clean that thing out Put some Lysol and some spray some uh, Febreze all up in that house and put it right back on the parking and wouldn't we'll tell nobody.
1: I <laughs> not nah. tell nobody. Nah, somebody will find out. You know how people are.
0: Hey, it's gonna be too late then. i am be done sold and That ink be done dry. That check, <laughs> that check be done cash by
1: then. <laughs> no refunds?
0: Ain't hey, no refund, man. Direct
1: deposit. Man, I feel that, man. But if you like sold it to me, you have no problems because I don't care who's in it. We hey, really be haunted bro. up in there together.
0: Listen, man, the way rent is set up in 2022, <laughs> man, this your roommate could be dead or alive. <laughs> Either way, you can get it, man. However, <laughs> you can split that rent.
1: No, man, um, I was talking to the other guys about this too. Like, we need you guys to come to Madison Square Garden and, you know, cleanse out the next.
0: Hey man, listen, bro. Listen, we do all things, man. We do uh, uh exorcisms, we do uh you NBA cleansings.
1: You definitely,
0: uh, we definitely do NFL reboots. Whatever you need, brother, we got you, man. It's gonna cost you, but we got you.
1: You know, if 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 you can like cleanse out any NFL team or any NBA team, like which team would you do it and like kind of help man the
0: goddamn it. dallas cowboys man Shit, bro we need to bro, win we're man cowboys they win pay. us in like 95 96. yes yeah, clean out that back office bro come on jerry what we doing jerry we be this close every year jerry
1: now i, mean, I thought you guys were going to do something last season but you know how that goes
0: bro, every season man
1: you know, and and um, nothing brings America together than, than Cowboys.
0: The Cowboys losing. <laughs> I got you.
1: <laughs> that's my favorite time of the year.
0: <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> even, even though my team ain't make the playoffs, I'm a Giants fan. So we got, oh, a, whole that's lot. Fair. Yeah, we got a whole lot going on. but
0: <laughs> That's fair.
1: Yeah, That's my favorite pastime, seeing the Cowboys fumble.
0: Hey, man, y'all hate to love us so much, man. Love to hate us so bad, man. That's just crazy.
1: I know, but it's all good on my end. It's it's all friendly. I know some people be taking that to heart. Like,
0: oh, for sure. For sure.
1: Like, like they're on the field.
0: No, 100%.
1: 100%. All right. So, um like, which NFL player or NBA player you think would be good in the paranormal space? I kind of want to see Chris Berman Anderson kind of team up with you guys. He seemed like a a natural fit for that.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Or uh, NFL wise, or uh, no, you know what? NBA wise, it would be dope to see LeBron's big ass trying to ghost hunt. <laughs> uh, bro, you 6'8", my nigga. They see you coming, Brody. They see you, know, you coming, Brody. They coming out brody. the car. They go see, bro. They see you coming, man. It ain't no, <laughs> ain't no tiptoeing around LeBron. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they gonna be like, Bron's here." Right. <laughs> You know, I think Shaq would be kind of interested in doing that.
0: Uh, Shaq would be funny. Shaq would be hilarious.
1: Yeah, just for the antics. Shaq and um Charles Barkley.
0: Right, right.
1: You know, before we go, man, we got to talk fashion and um sneakers, man. What's in your sneaker rotation right now?
0: Man, bro, I got, I'm flat footed. So tennis shoes hurt my feet, man. That's how you know I ain't no sneakerhead. I still call them tennis shoes. <laughs> tennis shoes, man. <laughs> my tennis shoe game ain't where it needs to be, man. I'm more of a like a like a a Nike Air Max type of guy. Oh, comfort. Yeah, comfort, comfortability, yes. man. That's where I'm at my age.
1: I figured, like, like since you was a fashion guy, like you will be more designer than uh. No nah,
0: man'm I'm, I'm, man I got kids man I got a, you know I got a kid excuse me I'm over speaking babies into my life but nah, man you know, I gotta worry about keeping my little baby fly man you know mm-hmm. you know we'll see maybe we get a couple more seasons and start wearing some more design
1: you know I was looking at the Lauren and Sprat clothing line like like how did you get um invested into the fashion world?
0: Uh, I studied abroad in Beijing, China in 2006 2007. And when I was over there, uh, I just made really good friends with the manufacturers in the silk market, and I kept in contact with them after I moved back to the states. And I just started making suits for myself, and uh, people started seeing them and asking about them. And I linked up with Jawan, who was working with the designer himself, and I had the manufacturer, and we just came together and started Lawrence Brad. And uh, yeah, man, we've been selling suits for TV and film productions, weddings, and personal clientele. For almost 15 years now.
1: Oh, 15 years, man! That's yes. It's been a minute. Yeah, man, that's good. Like, um, so, like, how would you describe your, your fashion, um, uh, your fashion sense?
0: Uh, when it comes to suits and stuff, man, I'm like the bad boy of the company. Like, I don't, I'm the guy that will wear a suit jacket and pants with no shirt, because I have a lot of tattoos. Like, so I'm the guy that wears tattoos and gold chains. So like my, my my style is very uh, out there and flashy, um, yeah, rock star ish. Like I said, like I love showing my tattoos. My tattoos are more of my shirt than my shirt is.
1: So kind of like OBJ, cause that's how he be wearing his own um, suits.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, like, have you ever come to New York for um Fashion Week? Because we have, I think, fashion coming up in a few weeks.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's coming up, man. Nah, bro, I hate going to fashion shows, man. My butt be hurting, man. I don't be interested in watching that stuff, bro. This stuff be weird, bro. Like, I ain't into clothes and fashion like that, man. I like to mm-hmm. chill, bro. I'd much rather come out there and go to my favorite restaurant or something yeah. Than rather than sitting in some fashion show and watch some clunky shoes or some big, you know, outrageous outfit walk down a runway. <laughs>
1: You know, the last time I went to one, like one of the girls was walking like um, Ruth Langmore from um, that show on Netflix. I forgot the name of it. Oh, damn, what was the name of it? But anyway, yeah, she was um, walking like her. I'm like, but most of the time, like when I go, I just mostly go for like the food. Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: <laughs> Stuff like that.
0: Exactly.
1: So, or if they're giving away like um, some shirts or something, I might go check it up
0: right right cool man cool
1: (laughs) yeah like if you can do your own fashion show like who would be in it like the last fashion show i went to was um like kanye had one for like easy season whatever he was on and like that was some of the wildest stuff i've ever seen
0: yeah oh man i put i probably put all the fine women i'd always wanted (laughs) <laughs> Growing up in my fashion show, man. So I'll try to drop Rihanna in there. Sierra, be out somebody in there. Garcelle Bouvier, fancy. Drop her off in there somewhere, man. Uh, who else, bro? Uh, Tatiana Ali. Gotta get Ashley from Fresh Prince. Been liking her since '97. Uh, yeah, man. i probably get all the old, put uh, the mama, Felicia Rashad, old ass in there. <laughs> all of them in there, man. Dig Whitney Houston. I'll put her in there. That's wrong.
1: I shouldn't have said that.
0: Let me get off here, man. He he got me talking crazy, man. (laughs) And I'm gonna take care of my baby, man.
1: (laughs) Hey, man, you can't forget about Zaria from the parenthood.
0: Yeah, yeah, Yeah.
1: exactly. All right, man. So I'm gonna play a game It's called start bench cut. I'll just name you three things. And you tell me if you're gonna start it, bench it or cut it. All right. Okay. All right. So we're gonna do some horror movies. We got Candyman, Get Out, uh, start. or Us.
0: Uh, I'm gonna cut Us, uh, we'll start Get Out, and I'm gonna bench uh, Candyman.
1: You know, Candyman scared the hell out of me when I was little. Wait, no,
0: wait. Yeah, 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 start Candyman, cause that's the number one, that's the OG. Mm-hmm. And bench Get Out and Cut Us get out was a dope movie us i ain't really fooled with it bro you
1: know and i like that there's a lot of you know more black horror movies
0: oh that's what I, that's what i'm working on man i want to contribute to that i want to contribute to that black storytelling in the horror genre category mm-hmm. man so hopefully y'all can see some of my work real soon
1: there was one on amazon it was like about this family about this family that moved to compton in the 1950s
0: yeah i watched that. it yeah, was yeah, crazy was, man. Yeah,
1: yeah that was dope man i'm waiting for season two i i think it's going to be different people but
0: yeah 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 yeah
1: and then there was another one hbo lovecraft country
0: yeah my wife watches it yeah and
1: it yeah it was getting a little bit too real so they had to cancel that
0: better let that thing go huh
1: <laughs> i know and that was a good yeah. show. That was, that was that was one of the better um black shows that was out there for a minute. Yeah, yeah. All right, the next one we got child's play, Cool Joe or Pet Cemetery.
0: Um uh, I'm on start child's play, bitch pets, no, bench cool joe. And uh Cut Pet Cemetery. Pet mm-hmm. Cemetery was cool, man, but I didn't really like that whole them dogs coming, animals coming back after you bury you them. Know, that shit was just kind of weird. Uh, cool Joe was dope because that big ass dog had them niggas, sh- them boys shook. <laughs> and you know, then uh, Cool
1: hadn't yeah, scared of dogs yeah. for a minute
0: when I was looking. I'm telling you, <laughs> hey, you wouldn't pet a Yorkie after watching Cool Joe.
1: <laughs> was, yeah. um, was that the movie with? Um, where where the baby died at the end, the man had to kill his kid. I can't remember if that was it or not. No, I don't
0: think that happened in oh, Cuj- Cujos when that big dog had had that but he's stuck in the car.
1: <laughs> that might have been Pet Cemetery, I'm thinking about.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. That was Pet <laughs> Cemetery. Yeah, but that Cujo ain't nothing to be messing around with either. Right. You know, I you know, I think I'd be rather be ghost hunting with with you guys than then it be stuck around with Cool
0: Joe. 100%. 100%. <laughs> cool Joe got locked, you Can't do no with locked, y'all.
1: right, man. I want to thank you for joining me today. You know, I really enjoyed this conversation. Like, you have any upcoming projects that you're working on?
0: Yeah, man. Uh, Fright Club's here now. Lights Out comes in October. Be checking out our gourmet pancake and waffle mix mm-hmm. at brosgourmet.com. And uh, yeah, I fit. got a new series launching uh, in October.
1: You know, I have to try that pancake and a waffle mix. Like you guys been talking about that all day and you now you got me hungry. Yeah
0: man, yeah man, it's, it's better than IHOP and Denny's. If IHOP and Denny's had a baby.
1: Oh, I'm if they sure, had it in, sure. If they had it in Waffle House. Oh, I'm sure you- You know where I'm going with this. I'm sure you know the brothers always Cool, always man. Always make yeah. the best
0: moves. For sure, for sure. Well, I appreciate your time, man. Thank you so much. All
1: right, man. Take care, man.